Welcome back, bitches. Oh my god, hi. <laughs> so long. How are you? We both actually died. Um <laughs> so long. So long wake ago. me up inside. <laughs> Can't wake up. Oh, it's been a lot going on. I mean, even just today. We're recording on the day that the whole bloody government's just resigned, so <laughs> Yeah, they're still uh, still waiting for that one extra resignment. Oh, if only. Hopefully by the time this comes out, here we go. Yeah, this is actually now a political commentary podcast. I know, right? Uh, we, we want, this will not be the vibe going forward. We'll, uh, <laughs> we won't be. I just thought I drop that in as like yeah. a, you know, a moment in time, a snapshot. Yeah, give you, give an, you an idea of where we are. <laughs> um, so, Yeah. <laughs> We're very happy to be back. Um, we're actually going to change change things up a little bit now. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know if we call this our second series. I guess it is. We kind of had a mini second series. <laughs> yeah, that was. I'm, I'm calling it a Christmas special. Um, oh, yeah. And we're just pretending that we didn't announce that as a second series <laughs> and then just drop off. <laughs> if you saw us post that, you didn't. <laughs> that, yeah, that was a mini series. You didn't. Um, yeah. No. And now we're in season two. Season two. Um, yeah, so we're going to be changing things up and bringing you some different kinds of episodes. Mm-hmm. We're thinking, I mean, nostalgia isn't just movies. Nostalgia is all sorts of things. Nostalgia is a way of life. It is. Nostalgia <laughs> is Jacqueline Wilson, cool discos, and dream map moves. Oh, my God. There's so much to discuss. <laughs> we will still be bringing you some movies, but... Um, yeah, yeah, we're just gonna just gonna play around with the format, you know. Mm-hmm. See what happens. Go wild and loose. Absolutely. And again, you know, any suggestions? Let us know. We yes. had some good. We had some good ones on Instagram that we're gonna we're gonna work some in. Jacqueline Wilson was a suggestion, actually. So many. And that was a great idea. Um, yeah, we're excited for that. Very, very ready. But <laughs> today we're going to start off talking all things naughty's makeup and beauty. This is a passionate, uh, this is a passion project for me, I'd say. <laughs> Obviously, many an Instagram poll has been done around the subject. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I, w- I had a train ride the other day um, and I just decided to put some polls up of random old beauty products, which is what has inspired this episode. Was there anything that was like, people were like, nah, you made this shit up? Yeah, a few things actually, to my surprise. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, everyone will know all of these and they'll have all loved them. People are like, what the hell? <laughs> so well, we're covering noughties or nineties, you know, but you know, realistically beauty products in the late nineties for us, we were like six. So I don't, I wasn't quite onto uh, mm. a full face at that point. That um, was just like raiding, you know, people's makeup boxes, like family yeah. members or whatever. <laughs> that was pure like drag makeup basically I do have very strong memories of my mum's perfume that she always had when I was little which was Clarins <laughs> this like spicy one. Oh, Clarins to me is very like luxe mm. older lady oh, yeah. it was like a very luxe luxe experience yeah <laughs> you had to get it from like John Lewis or like the special counter at Boots yeah it would be like in the chemist in Malvern yeah. I think sold Clarins yeah. and Lancome oh yes our tastes were a little more um you know <laughs> mundane simple <laughs> I mean it? yeah it's I'd say we're mostly starting off in early noughties for yeah. like the kind of to give you an idea of the market at the time 
the health and beauty market. So tell me, when you first started kind of shopping for beauty products, set Mm -hmm. the scene, how are you doing? (laughs) Where were you going? Were you a boots girl or a super drug or a savers or supermarket or like there's a lot of locations? What was your fave? See, I don't feel, I think it was always boots for me. I don't think I even set foot in savers for a very long time. Um, I don't mm-hmm. think I knew, knew it existed. But it was boots, natural collection, all the way. Oh, yeah. It's so nostalgic. You could get an eyeshadow for like a quid or something, like mm-hmm. the little ones. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the little like shiny ones, multicolored. Natural collection is boots' own range, correct? Mm. Yeah. Do they even still do it? I don't know if they do. I actually don't know. But then, like, see, like, they had number seven for the mums and then yeah. um, natural collection for the teenagers. <laughs> I was like never interested in number seven though. I just thought it kind of looked crap. No, I have never used it really. Yeah. Like one or two things, but no. And now I'm probably the age range for it and I'm still just, mm-hmm. I don't want anything to do with it. It was always that bit too expensive. I was like, oh no, mm. can't be doing that. A 10 pound mascara. <laughs> yeah. And now I order everything online, so... I never even mm. have the death of the high street. I don't oh, have this God. experience anymore. Honestly, this is a whole other episode, but like just going shopping on a Saturday with the gals, getting a Nando's. Ugh. Like if you're really pushing the boat out, go to the cinema and all. Yeah. And, oh my God, the best. And like how far 20 quid could get you? Yeah. Because back then it was like four pounds or something to go to the cinema yeah, yeah, quarter, yeah, a quarter of a chicken at Nando's, for like six pounds. <laughs> lemon and herb. <laughs> oh yeah, always lemon and herb. Sometimes you need a medium to try and impress. Oh, see, even now, a medium to me is like pushing it. It's like, the highest I'll go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not a maniac. I'm <laughs> sane here. <laughs> so yeah, boot. I think I was a big boots gal. What about you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say. I mean, it depends on the location. If we're talking strictly Malvern, I would say more boots. This is going to be very niche to our school experience now. <laughs> I think we had a savers at the bottom. You know where Costa is now? <laughs> Maybe. Actually, I've not even been to Malvern in like two years, so it might not even be there. I think we had a savers <laughs> at one point. Um, any Malvern people listening, please tell me. <laughs> and yeah, so in Malvern, it would be one of those two. And then if we're going to Worcester on a weekend, oh. so Worcester it would be like a 20 minute train ride away. A big trip. <laughs> big trip. So that was like you're going to the city to shop. <laughs> <laughs> and they had a super drug so yes. you know super drug became involved then and I, I feel like it was always a little bit cheaper only like slightly though isn't it I still like even now when I go into super drug I can just easily spend like 30 quid it's fucked I mean random shit yeah I literally did that very recently like I yeah <laughs> so rarely would go in and I needed to go in for a fake tan mitt and I spent 45 pounds and I don't know how <laughs> Like you just pick stuff up. Like I got the fake tan mitt. Of course I need. Yeah, this. and I got so I got like a normal fake tan mitt, and then I also got this mini one that's like a tiny one that you use for your face that you can only fit Ooh. like two fingers in. And I got a back mitt, which is like on a stick, wow. which is very good. Like I'm happy about oh, it. I have heard about these. Yeah. Um, confession: I have never ever fake tanned in my life. <sighs> you have you tan well though. You're one of those people. <laughs> Uh, yeah I guess yeah I mean you're not gonna have much to say in the fake tan section I have no defense it's true (laughs) although I did 
when I was a teenager, I definitely went through a phase of trying to use that summer low summer body mm-hmm. lotion Johnson's. stuff because I was like, oh, this will be like a gradual tan. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I used it and then it just went like really dark. Yeah, it's it's a fast. It's not gradual. And it like stained my hands or something. Yeah, no one tells you about that. <laughs> <laughs> your hands look insane and like yeah. I hate how on I don't know I remember like so distinctly the ads coming out for that because it was like this new thing and obviously at the time we were like so this is early noughties so we'd probably been like yeah I don't know we'd have been 15 yeah yeah not early yeah. noughties but when I was using it anyway and like the ads for fake tan pissed me off so much because it would just show someone mm-hmm. like casually just like slopping a bit on and rubbing it in as if it's moisturizer. And it's like, <laughs> if you want that to not be streaky and fucked up, like you have to be so precise and like, mm-hmm. like attack your legs, like a canvas that you're covering every yeah. layer of. So to just casually rub a bit in false advertisement. <laughs> yeah. It took anyway. me years to be able to fake tan. Okay. And I still make mistakes. We're just like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then um, I say graduated. But yeah. What's your, what's the what was the fake tan of choice? Well, yeah, definitely started with Johnson Summer Body, which fucking stank. Like I know, I know they all do, but like that one, even I think because you don't wash it off because it's obviously just like on you. Mm. <laughs> like it's even worse. <laughs> Some of them smell like biscuits. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think there's a way to solve that to be honest <laughs> they, they just all smell and like some people sometimes I'll see like influencers say like it doesn't smell at all and I'm I don't know why I did that accent um it doesn't actually smell at all I'm so fuck off it does like <laughs> you're lying to me but yeah graduated then to uh the Rimmel Moose oh which a lot of it like the, when we started going out in Worcester so we're getting to 18 now um oh my gosh a big group of us would go out and be about eight of us normally and I'm pretty sure all of us put that on our legs apart from you I guess yeah <laughs> I was the only outstander but like I have no idea why but I only used to put it on my legs until I was like 20 <laughs> and I've I can go back and look at the pictures and obviously I just have like really brown legs and really pale arms <laughs> orange legs <laughs> I thought like I think I was too scared to do the rest because I was like well where do you stop I don't want to do my face yeah but it doesn't look good yeah no I wouldn't I wouldn't touch the face although I have like a really dark like um BB cream thing that I sometimes use still oh (laughs) which like I can only use when I've got a tan otherwise I'd look like an oompa loompa oh yeah it's great having the uh the summer foundation back up yeah right now because my tan's fading from my holiday I'm having to mix that one with my like normal one. Oh, <laughs> I'm doing like a little artist palette on my hand concoction. <laughs> mixing them together it actually works though to be fair it does feel like that doesn't it especially when all your makeup's liquid like I have a liquid yeah. bronzer and stuff at the moment I'm like I'm literally just painting my face yeah like it's kind of intense honestly though obsessed I need to start watching that show that's like glow up or whatever because Oh. I love that. Is that about I makeup? I love like, yeah, because I love like drag race and everything when they do their makeup and it's like incredible. Oh, I need to, need to look that yeah. up. Glow Up's like a, it's just like a makeup artist competition. Like Bake Off for makeup. <laughs> I'm obsessed with how many competition, reality-based competition. <laughs> oh my God, so many. There is now. The Sewing Bee. That is a whole pottery. other episode. Yeah. <laughs> like sewing and pottery. I, I really want to do one on competitions actually oh, like, we should reality tv 
I can't yeah. believe there's a, sh- a competition show about pottery. Like, no offense. I know. Pottery. <laughs> Bored. <laughs> oh, they managed to get that high stakes. <laughs> and, like, what do you win? I mean, a trophy, a pot, <laughs> a pottery a contract. <laughs> okay, should we move on to fragrance? Oh my gosh, yes. So much to discuss in the fragrance bracket. So, obviously, every girl of a certain age was obsessed with impulse. (laughs) Like, what a hun lifestyle. Oh my God, it's so good. And not just impulse, but we had so. Do you remember those ones? So, dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. (laughs) Question mark. So, kiss me. They always had very like sexy packaging. I know, and it was always twelve-year-old girls that were buying them. I know. I don't remember um, any others apart from "So Kiss Me." Let me look them up. I had that one though, definitely. It was very like um, cloying. I would say is the word for that smell. I don't even know that word. Oh, like very oppressive. I don't know. Very heavy. <laughs> very like um, a, mu- a musk. Soviet. <laughs> yeah oh my god I actually I forgot that as well as the like sprays though oh are you thinking of what it is it's like an actual perfume bottle not a spray can so they had both yeah I didn't know I forgot about the perfume bottle but I definitely had that too the so brand like they had definitely had perfume and body spray and an eau de toilette oh yes <laughs> and then ah. the other sprays that I remember so vividly was Charlie Charlie Red and Charlie yeah, Pink yeah <laughs> oh god which I'm pretty sure our friend Charlie had a lot that makes sense I've, I've, there was a spray called Izzy I'd buy it yes I can't remember the impulse I remember the impulse one that had like a butterfly on it or something I was big into that one yeah I had the baby blue one with a butterfly I'm probably thinking of the same one that was probably the best smelling one they all have butterflies that's (laughs) part of the branding why did body sprays have us in such a chokehold in that era like I don't think anybody uses them now apart I mean guys do guys use like spray on deodorant but like yeah I'd really like to know if they do because it makes sense because I mean they're cheap like yeah. you're not going to be buying proper like perfume True. when and you're teenagers a child. Think. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why it was smelling funky after PE. Like, oh my the spritz! <laughs> the fucking mist of PE. I also find it obscene that we used to do PE and not shower and just like spray on some impulse and yeah, get dressed how rank again. Is that? Isn't that insane? Like we do it in the middle of the day. Yeah, and got like fully sweaty, like playing fucking hockey or whatever. I never thought about that. I mean, I'm quite grateful that we never had to get like in the showers at school in front of everybody because that would be traumatic. I mean, absolutely. (laughs) Like there was showers there, but they were never used. But I don't think we were allowed to use them. No. I don't remember anyone ever doing it. And I feel like once in a while you'd hear a rumour that like someone used the shower and you'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with them? (laughs) Yeah, it's probably pretty gross. I'd love to know if that's like for everyone in the UK mm. or is, was that just at our school? Yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> why weren't we allowed to shower? <laughs> this is why we had so much fucking impulse. Literally. And like teenagers are, you know, hormonal and sweaty anyway. The glands. So, oh my God. Segue. And this is kind of gross. So we can cut this out. But <laughs> do you remember just like the sheer amount that your feet would smell after wearing tights to school all day? Oh, yeah. Like Gross. so rank, rank, you'd come home and take your tights off and you'd just be like, oh. Yeah. 
<laughs> and I would I would often do the double layer of like skin colored tights and yeah. socks over the top. Oh my god, horrific tights! Fucking skin colored tights. Do people still wear them? I will never wear skin colored tights again in my life. I swear. I'm like I used to have to wear them to work as well <sighs> when I worked in in a supermarket. Or, and I, were, I was running around all day and like they were so disgusting <laughs> and again like with skin colour tights like with a fake tan thing like everyone would wear a shade too dark to look like they had mm. more tanned legs but then like doesn't matter the yeah. rest of your body <laughs> <laughs> oh man I would almost say we were verging on cultural appropriation with those skin colour tights at times yeah man they Weird. were dark. Although they never came in like different shades for people's different skin tones. Probably not, yeah. Because I remember this girl on The Apprentice like brought that in as her business idea. Or maybe oh, it was really? Dragon's Den. And everyone was like, whoa. Oh my. Amazing. That's so depressing. <laughs> and now that I feel like that, that just happens yeah. anyway. I know, right? I hope so. It's yeah. like fucking plasters. Yeah, mad. But yeah. <laughs> Speaking of perfumes, like we were going to talk about the plurif. Oh my God, I can't say this word. Proliferation. Of um, celebrity perfumes in the noughties. <laughs> oh, and how iconic they were. I don't have facts to back this up, but I just don't think it's a thing anymore. Do we ever? <laughs> in the same way, no. <laughs> uh, you may as well just say that at the beginning of the episode. None of this is backed by facts or research. <laughs> I just don't think it is. Like, celebs will still promote perfumes and do like adverts and stuff yeah but I just don't think they're like oh I'm gonna design my own like signature fragrance <laughs> yeah they still have one like I'm, yeah. I think that's you know an Ariana Grande perfume or oh, whatever sure but there is. they just yeah. they're just not pushed in the same way and they're not as no they're just not as much of a a thing like they were just so big I feel like generally when we were growing up perfume was was just like way more of a thing I don't know if I'm making this up, but like, just that we were all really obsessed with having like a cool, pe- like a designer perfume or something. Yeah. You know, like a Mark Jake, like I had Mark Jacobs Daisy, but it would only be like a really special, like birthday get it for Christmas. Christmas yeah. Yeah. Like if I was really lucky, do you know what I mean? Because it was expensive, but like yeah. that was like a big thing that everyone wanted. Yeah. Back then. But I just don't know if that's the same now. You also wanted like lots of perfumes all at the same time, which you had to like alternate. I don't really get because I'm like, if you like a perfume, don't you just want to keep using that one? <laughs> like, I've never really understood it when people have like a perfume collection and they choose different <laughs> ones. Because I'm like, yeah, it's like, I don't know. I find it hard enough to find one <laughs> that I like. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. What was your like go to? Um, well, after I graduated from, you know, impulses, um, that kind of thing. And also, sorry, before we get past that, they say the very beginning was uh, the natural collection lists with all the different fruits on oh the front. Oh my God, yes. And body shop ones. I yeah. Think. It's very similar, like a fruity mist. Exactly. Like, like they ah. literally came out like wet, whereas the impulse ones yeah. were like a spray. Like they you were... literally spray them on your skin and then you just feel damp. Yeah. <laughs> And like I can, I try to find a picture of the old branding because they still do them, but um, mm. obviously it looks different. But they used to do the natural collection ones, are way more like cartoony. And I had a strawberry one that I remember so vividly. And like yeah. it's the sweetest thing in the world. I can't <laughs> sickly. It was so sweet. Yeah, I think like my first perfume was um, Vera Wang Princess. 
Do you remember that one? Is that the one in the in heart? Like, yeah, heart-shaped bottle yeah. and it had a little princess crown on the top. Oh my god, cute. <laughs> so cute. It was very, yeah, quite sickly floral. Yours are definitely a bit more tasteful than me so far. <laughs> <laughs> I think my first, yeah, like grown-up one was definitely uh, Britney Spears. Yeah. Um, Britney Spears Fantasy. So the one in the blue bottle that was like a diamond. Oh my god, yes. It had the fucking old school like perfume pump thing. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Oh, like a little, yeah, like a squishy thing. Yeah, yeah, with a tassel on. <laughs> I don't think I ever had one of those, but I want one. Like a oh, diffuser I sort loved of thing, it. isn't it? Yeah, and on the bottle it had like like a heart that kind of hung off and a gem. Mm. Like the kind of thing that you'd have on your flip phone that you could tie on. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I thought that was so cool. I loved it so much. I feel like the Britney perfume bottles were like so cool. They were yeah. like jewels and like, but they people would used to kind of look down on those perfumes because they were only about 20 quid, but like they yeah. were a staple. I think they were great. And then like Britney Spears Curious, the pink one with the, oh, um, yeah, I think you can still get them, you know, she's yeah. still, still churning them out. And she's got, she's got a third one now, but like, I guess we outgrew, outgrew them by this yeah. point, but like they still sell really well. And yeah. I saw this TikTok recently about um, celebrity perfumes and the guy is like, I was going to say Sibilia, but that's wine. What, what's like a professional perfume <laughs> oh, person like called? Perfume, yeah, or something. Yeah, probably. But he was doing, yeah. he was talking about celebrity perfumes and he said that um, the Britney Spears, I can't remember if it was Curious or Fantasy, but he's saying how it's like the best celebrity perfume and that like for the price, it's like mm. crazy that they managed to get that scent because there's like, I think sweetness is the easiest and cheapest smell to get, but like yeah. more other notes um, mm-hmm. are harder. So I stand by it. Notes of spice. <laughs> In conclusion. <laughs> I also remember Beyonce's heat being quite big. Oh. In a red maybe. bottle. Oh, yeah. I remember the J-Lo ones as well. Yeah. Was that the one that had, like, it was like a long, thin bottle? Yeah. And it had like a gem thing. Of course. That said Jayla on it. Oh, yeah. Huge. Huge moment. So what else was in your boots shopping basket? Well, shall we talk before we go into makeup? Any other yeah, body products, I suppose? So like, what was your skincare routine as a teenager? Oh, my God. I don't even have a skincare routine now. <laughs> <laughs> it will come to light during this that I am I'm awful of makeup. I always have been. Probably always will be. Um, I tend to have, like, three things that I just use until they run out. Mm. <laughs> and then I buy more. Like, <laughs> But, um, I mean, pretty much would just wipe everything off with a natural collection face wipe. Cucumber, obviously. Oh yeah, um, the cucumber ones. Yeah. Huge. You could either get those great. or you could get like a plain one, like a sensitive skin or something. It just smelled of nothing. No one wants them. Those were those were sad. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the Neutri- the yeah. Neutrogena ones were big as well. Oh yeah. And they're like spot clearing ones. Yeah. And they'd always be like two in one, three in one. <laughs> they do yeah. like everything <laughs> to your face. Oh, do you know what? I lie. I did have one thing which was like a really intense like stinging tea tree thing was it clearasil um I don't know it was like boots or something and you would like put the gel on your spots and it was meant to like clear you know get rid of I remember that but it was just like so pungent (laughs) like the tea tree fucking stank and I remember like a lot of people would use it to get rid of nits as well so like if you spout of tea tree it was always but like uh if you got nits yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, so that's pretty much the extent of my skincare. Yeah, I didn't have much. I mean, I had the, do you remember the St. Ives exfoliator? Oh, like an apricot one. Yeah, it was an apricot that's scrub. That's quite posh for when we were young. Obviously okay. saved up for that one. <laughs> I remember it was just like, I would never use it now because it was like so fucking rough. And like, you're literally yeah. just like physically scrubbing your face with like beads of like peach shell or some shit. <laughs> yeah. I think I've gone through phases in my life of just like exfoliating way too much. And then you yeah. actually like give yourself spots yeah. by doing it all the time. I know. I went through a phase of like getting into mud cleansers. Oh, yeah. And like I don't I have probably dry skin, so like I'm like the worst person to do a clay <laughs> mask. And I just did it loads yeah. and then I got like I fucked up my moisture barrier and then I literally ended up having greasy skin oh. and was like, what the fuck? <laughs> you reversed it. I reversed so. it. You can do that. Oh my god, this was like when you see his quizzes and magazines, and it's like, do you have combination skin? And I decided that I had combination skin. <laughs> I decided. <laughs> yeah Miz told me I had combination skin a whole other thing <laughs> but incredible Miz sugar closer <laughs> J14 heat CD UK heat was an era which I don't think we should return to because god no there was some disgusting stuff in there <laughs> oh god it was awful but I do have like ingrained in my brain that ad where it'd be yeah, like we're going come to, to London to, to buy a heat magazine <laughs> <laughs> yeah which make no sense in hindsight i think they sell them outside of london <laughs> in the sticks oh. okay should we move on to makeup yes what was like one of the earliest things you remember buying makeup wise or receiving i mean oh my god okay this is the thing that i really wanted to bring up so i used to enter a lot of competitions in magazines <laughs> didn't we all um and I won when I was I can't remember how old it was I must have been like nine I won a lip gloss making machine what (laughs) I know it blew my mind but when it arrived it was actually quite shit (laughs) it was literally just like we maybe could have seen that coming (laughs) that you would mix with like a (laughs) color but hey was it literally just like vaseline with some pigment i mean pretty much yeah yeah. (laughs) it's always exciting to win something though i know i think i've won like very few things since then (laughs) that was a highlight see i was just one of those people that filled out all the shit for a competition and just never sent Mm. it so (laughs) because back in the day you had to like physically write out a form yeah and like get an envelope and a fucking stamp take it to the post office it wasn't as easy as just tagging someone on Instagram, you know. I will still enter any competition that I come across. <laughs> and I never win. No, no. But there's so many Instagram pages that I'm like, why the <laughs> fuck am I following this? And then I'm like, oh, there was a competition to win, like, some flip-flops. Oh, I mean, otherwise, like, definitely, like, really brightly coloured eyeshadows. Barry M. Dazzle Dust. Yeah, yeah. That was... That was the first one for me too, yeah. But I remember them being quite a luxury because they were like five pound each. Oh my god! And I was like, I can only buy like one <laughs> on this trip. <laughs> 
I have to choose really carefully which which neon or like bright color I'm gonna choose this time I know they were so pigmented like really really bright they were really good like I they still sell them yeah, they're good quality I, I kind of want to get one just to see if they stand up you know I'd get one in like a normal color <laughs> <laughs> can you get a glitter dust in a normal color <laughs> <laughs> I used to have like shiny blueish, bluey purple, and like bright pink. Yeah, and like they just didn't look good. <laughs> I mean, the way I was using them as well. <laughs> well, like that was the era of like you just stick your finger in and you just go over the lid. Like there's no brushes, no blending. <laughs> like it's a finger. If you're lucky, yeah. it's one of those like shit, like foamy ones that you get in a palette. They're tiny. Oh, the foam applicators. But they would always like, you'd always put too much on there and then you just like smush it into your eye. Yeah. It would be like. And they were so cheap that like the foam would immediately break and the stick underneath would like come through and you just stab yourself. (laughs) They're shite. You're better off just using your finger. Yeah. Oh my God. And like the eyeliner was a real moment. Do you remember the like liquid glitter eyeliners? Yeah. This is going into high school now. Like I remember this in kind of year eight oh my god as well I've just unlocked a core memory which was um hair mascara (gasps) (laughs) oh my god I remember having blue hair mascara and giving myself a streak what the fuck I'm googling this I cannot believe (laughs) that existed do you remember it yeah no I do I just want to see like if I recognize a packaging I feel like maybe just natural collection did it or something I can't I can't get a pick but yeah I mean it was a moment yeah that was that was stupid (laughs) and like and and any like clipping bits as well bits and bobs oh yeah little butterfly clips and stuff but they're like massively back in now yeah people used to clip in hair extensions all the time oh yeah really bad ones as I saw like brightly colored ones yeah very avril but yeah glitter eyeliners I remember this being a massive thing when we were like early high school yeah there was like urban decay ones which were the bougie version which i did not get before that <laughs> and then there was the collection 2000 versions and i mean oh yeah collection 2000 was great yeah that's a whole that's a whole thing yeah they were like cheap versions of everything expensive shit yeah and it was good and like there's a concealer that they have i used that for mm. years after like until very recently that still yeah. stands up i feel like i did mm-hmm. great it's good. No complaints. <laughs> As I said, I have very basic taste in makeup anyway. <laughs> like, I mean, we'll get on to foundations, but like, I think I told you the other day. But I, I think I used Dream Matte Mousse probably until about three or four years ago. And I, I used that. to see all these posts being like, <laughs> oh my God, lol, remember when everyone used Dream Matte Mousse? Haha, <laughs> so embarrassing. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Study. Like honestly, then what was wrong with it? Like it was reliable, <laughs> it was old faithful, like it never let me down. <laughs> to, to be fair to you, I think it's more about how people used it than the products itself. Yeah. I never used it and I honestly feel like I missed out on a huge moment of history. It was just very easy to use, like it just Slap blended it in really nicely. And it yeah. was just like I liked how it felt. <laughs> Fair enough. You don't have to explain yourself. (laughs) 
I think it, it was more just like people did their foundation like shit then like regardless because oh, you just you only went up to your jawline you, there was no blending <laughs> into the neck like and it was way too dark yeah way too dark and too much and like I remember people putting on like layers all day like imagine now on your <laughs> lunch break at work putting a whole <laughs> extra layer of foundation on like you were just on top of everything like it's obscene but we just used to do that because we didn't know what we were doing do you know what I really remember from this era as well is like makeup adverts on telly like I'm sure they still do this yeah. but I just don't really watch like telly telly these days like the Rimmel ones yeah like, new Rimmel wake me up foundation get the London look get the London look and they used to have um isn't it Mick Jagger's daughter oh yeah Lara May Jagger oh why am I thinking of Lara the one with like the massive pout yeah Mick Jagger pout you know and she um, married David Williams right wait that's not her is it no I don't know <laughs> what's gone wrong <laughs> that one is called Lara but that's not who I'm thinking of oh okay <laughs> we'll probably same it so many models so mm-hmm. that was that was such an era and like obviously maybe it's Maybelline oh and like but there was just so many more taglines and mm. then there was L'Oreal because you're worth it oh of course like everyone had a tagline I know yeah I assume they still do <laughs> I don't know I feel like I would only see ads on the tube now really like still yeah post that's true not ads anymore and I remember there was like a thing where mascara ads at some point had to stop using like digitally enhanced lashes <laughs> just or just fake lashes which I'm sure they used to use <laughs> it's fake it was like CGI <laughs> it's like so <laughs> insane I remember like them having those shots where the person was like putting mascara on and the lashes were like growing and like it looked oh insane but like when I was really young I just had no idea about photoshop and shit so oh, i was like obviously this is gonna happen to me if i put this on oh yeah i thought they were so real like my lashes are gonna look like that and i was just so sad <laughs> that they oh, didn't so upset fuck photoshop <laughs> yeah literally just look at a recent mascara ad and the lashes just look like spidery and shit because they can't <laughs> alter them anymore but like i'm happy about it uh, you remember clear mascara as well i don't think that's a thing anymore yeah. but I mean, it's it didn't do anything. Pointless. Like, it does nothing. It literally did nothing. Yeah. I saw some meme the other day, and it was like girls whose pet had super strict parents, and they were only allowed to wear like Vaseline and clear mascara. Wait, I posted that. Oh, you posted it. That's why then. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I was I was under strict um, lock and key. Yeah. <laughs> I had a strict mother, basically. So yeah. that was me, pretty much. I had to yeah. wear. Well, I mean, we'll get into when I just hid makeup in my bag and put it on at school. But for a while there, I could only do clear nail varnish, um, mm. clear mascara. And honestly, that's it. Like, yeah, I don't think I'd be get. oh, curl your eyelashes. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're just slightly glossier than usual. Yeah, just glossier. <laughs> my, my strawberry spray. It's a sheen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, yeah, I just had to start hiding makeup. And my mum was like, mm. a few times she'd catch me like wearing it if for some reason I saw her like before oh. I got home. And um, and then she got so insane. She'd like search my bag before I left each day. It was like going to a fucking airport, like coming downstairs before I left oh, for my. school. And um, so Ooh. I figured that I made a hole in the lining of my bag and then I put it in the lining. Oh, wow. <laughs> like an actual fucking drug smuggler <laughs> trying to wear Incredible. some fucking mascara so I can fit in. <laughs> yeah, it was obscene. 
the struggle. <laughs> we need to discuss lips. There's a lot. There's a lot going on oh, there. Of course. So, lip gloss. It's coming back. What's your opinion? <laughs> Is it? <laughs> <laughs> I'd say it's already I feel back. like you're asking the wrong person. So I'm not up to date with trends, but um, <laughs> I mean, sure. Like I would probably use it. Okay. Yeah. I'm kind. I'm kind of into it. Yeah, like I feel like some of them back in the day they were like very, very shiny. Yeah. I wouldn't go for that again. Like I got a lip gloss recently that was eighteen pounds, which is really expensive for a lip gloss. Ooh. But the reviews said it wasn't sticky, and they were right. You know, <laughs> like it's not sticky, and I like it. Fair. I quite like a tinted balm. I feel like that was also a thing. Oh, Nivea Touch of Pearl. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that's that's deep for me. No, the tinted lip balm. That was also one that um, I could get away with with my mother. So I had, Mm. I know that one well. I'm acquainted with it. Do you remember all the lip balm, like food collabs? (laughs) So you'd get like a Coca-Cola lip balm. Oh my God, yes. a like... Coke vanilla. Yes. In a lip balm. (laughs) (laughs) Like Fanta lip balm. Or like sweets flavoured, weren't they? Yeah, you get like chewy bar things. Or like refreshers. Yes. Oh my God. (laughs) That was such a thing. And they were all like absolute shit, obviously, because you'd get a, yeah. a multi-pack of like 10 of them from Primark yeah. for a pound. <laughs> and they're all awesome. I love it. But they, it was, there was just such a thrill opening them and then smelling each one with your friends being like, oh, smell this one, smell this one. It's the refresher. <laughs> it really smells like the real thing. It's like I could be drinking it right now. Oh, do you know what else was like a really wild trend, which we were going to talk about is like, um those nail varnishes that suddenly popped out and it was like a magnet that you would make a pattern with do you remember this a magnet and no I don't remember this one and also the also the crackly ones where you put it on and then it would like split into I remember that one well into like a crackly pattern like they were great but yeah I had a Barry M magnetic nail polish which it didn't I mean it didn't work (laughs) Like, but the nail polish was supposed to have some kind of... It was like, a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> Their polish was supposed to have some kind of, like, I don't know, particles in it or something. That when... And then there was a, there was a magnet attached to the, to the lid. And then you would, like, once you'd painted your nail and it was still wet, you were supposed to, like, wave the magnet over it. And then it would make it go uh, into some kind of pattern. Like, oh, I my no God. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at it now. I Googled it and I remember yeah. that packaging. That but does it was actually... just a huge gimmick like it didn't do anything <laughs> basically all these gimmicks do you remember that like hair thing that you could get that would be like you know these things that you get in your hair on holiday mm. like the colored wraps and they you oh, could yeah. get like machines that just like put them in and like yes. the amount of fucking little girls that had to have like half their hair cut off because oh, those oh things were like so they just tangled it the fuck up they didn't. i think that will come back because i saw someone on tiktok recently doing this thing where it's like a machine that puts gems in your hair oh my um, god I've seen that too yeah. it like sucks your hair in and then it just I don't know sticks like little sticky gems to it oh my god fuck that and like someone's like oh my god this is amazing I'm so looking at you this to go to a festival <laughs> it's so weird like we're kind of talking about this yeah. at the perfect time because most of what we're talking about is coming back <laughs> like Honestly. in terms of trends yeah. anyway I, know. I wonder do you think people still buy impulse is that even still around? <laughs> Where can we find this information? Some of this, I'm like, was this a naughty's trend or was this just a thing that children do and like they still do now? Yeah. You know? I reckon they still do. Yeah. I reckon teens are still buying body spray of some form. Yeah. 
Yeah. But yeah, speaking of TikTok, like I just feel like we never had this stuff. Yeah. We never had anyone to teach us. No. We didn't have YouTube. <laughs> I guess we did after, you know, when we were a bit older, but like Yeah. I don't know. Unless you had a big sister, which neither of us do. No. Like who was gonna teach you? Fucking no one. And like my mum didn't wear makeup, no so I was really in the trenches, you know. No. I don't think my mum, my mum doesn't wear loads, so I don't think she really taught me either. Yeah. But yeah, just like the tutorials that yeah, kids have today. And like, I just can't believe how good they are at their makeup from such a young age. Oh God, it's, it's like, be- like better than us. <laughs> I know. But I look back at pictures of myself when I was like, you know, 13, 14. And I'm like, yeah, my makeup looked like shit, but like it was kind of a rite of passage. Yeah. You know what I mean, like I feel like kids just don't go through that awkward phase now where they're covered in blue eyeshadow and they look like ridiculous. <laughs> like they just yeah, go from and just being have, like frizzy hair and stupid clothes. Yeah, they go from being like children to like yeah, like, full adults that can do perfect face and makeup. And I'm like, I, I don't know how to feel about it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't change it. Like, I like looking at pictures of me looking like an idiot. It's funny. And, like, and we look age-appropriate as well. Like, I just think it's... I know, exactly. It's fucking weird now when you see, like, 14-year-olds that I'm like, why do you look like Kim Kardashian and face-tuned? It's, like, so scary and strange. It's not right. And then the guys are going to think that they're way older than they are. And, like, oh, God. Yeah. But like, yeah, we just used to have sleepovers and like literally cover each other's faces in like eyeshadow. I distinctively remember like getting my Britney Spears calendar off the wall. Um, it was the 2003 one because I actually looked it up recently. <laughs> and I found a picture that I liked and just like tried to do the makeup. It was like a smoky eye. Um, so you can imagine how that went. And Ooh. 2003, I'd have been 10. <laughs> and I had this one, I had this one kind of palette I think it was actually number seven and I only had it because um yeah. I got it for a dance show so like we would have had to wear makeup for that so that's the only reason I had access to my own makeup mm. like box because it had multiple things in it had you opened it up and then the like bit with the eyeshadow on like slotted down and then underneath there's like a mini mascara mm. and an eyeliner and then yeah. like you know there's lipsticks that you'd get but just that like, you had to stick your finger in it <laughs> they're really horrible to use oh yeah no that was not so good. I remember for ballet and stuff that we were only allowed like very specific makeup and we had to wear loads of blusher. Yeah, they fucking love blusher on the stage. <laughs> because, oh my God. So I had as like my one piece of makeup that I used to wear for ballet was like a bourgeois. A bourgeois. Oh my God, I forgot about them. I call it bonjour. <laughs> <laughs> bonjour. <laughs> um, and it smelled amazing. I don't know if you ever smelled them. I know the blush you mean, where you open it and it's like a dome. Like the blush just like sticking up. It's a little compact thing. Yeah, and it has a little round sort of dome shape brush and it has a little mirror in there. And honestly, it smelled really nice. Oh my God, I forgot about those. Yeah, and they're like very sheeny and like shiny ones, like with a glitter in it. Very French. Yes. Mm. (laughs) Very subtle and chic. So I, I try and separate the noughties into s- some different eras for makeup. <laughs> I believe the first era was turn of the century. My hypothesis. Yeah. <laughs> like people, you know, especially now it's coming back and like people who weren't there <laughs> try and mm. lump a lot of these things together. And they're like, that's noughties. And I'm like, no, there were eras within the noughties and you need to respect them. Thank you. <laughs> you weren't there. You don't know. 
So like what's back now, like lipstick and glitter and stuff is very early noughties, which is um it's just when everything was like futuristic and silver and shiny and like to do with technology. Mm, yeah, it was Y2K. Yeah, like everyone was obsessed, the millennium bug. Literally, and like everything just had to be to do with like the future. It's very like the matrix, mm-hmm. like sci-fi. And like music videos. All, it's like they just discovered um, like CGI and like music videos turn of the century are fucking crazy. Like unhinged. I feel like people like a good example that is like quite famous is the booty list. No, independent woman music video. Oh yeah. Destiny's Child one. And that's all just like CGI rooms, green screens, and they're like on platforms. <laughs> like it's so mad. <laughs> it was really the advent of uh, the green screen. Yeah. And there's another similar one, um, a Samantha Mumba video. Oh, yeah. Maybe it was Baby Coming Over. But yeah, again. The best one. What, what I'm trying to say is we're just obsessed with tech. <laughs> mm. I don't know why, but for some reason it's making me think of the Kylie video for Can't Get You Out of My Head when she's wearing oh, yeah. that, like, white snood thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well like That's all the carpets yeah exactly <laughs> that's what i mean and like do you remember those fucking dogs the like electrical the electric dogs that you could get a remote for oh my god yeah you gotta look up what it's called Naughties. i had those and it would like do a backflip or something yes. poochie <laughs> i dog okay there's oh, a way that's not what i was thinking of I'll send you a picture see if we're thinking of the same one. <laughs> oh, it wasn't, but I remember those. Poochie. <laughs> Super poochie. And yeah, they would bark and stuff. And like, um, it actually got to the point where I couldn't figure out how to turn it off and it was driving me fucking insane. And I had to bury it like in a storage room <laughs> until the batteries died. What? I thought you meant literally in the ground. <laughs> Basically the same thing. <laughs> I gave it a funeral. <laughs> Where were we for that? Oh yeah, futuristic. Okay, what's that? What's the next one? Then I think we went into more of like a witchy era of like, if you look at some of the old like Revlon ads specifically, I saw them recently on um uh yeah. what is that page? I don't know. I follow a million nostalgia pages, but I'll try and find them. Mm. But like you know, we're wearing lots of like deep red lipsticks and like deep red nail varnishes. It was the era era of vampiness. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I remember like so many magazines being like, she's sporting a vampy look. Vampy look. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, black lacy dress and yeah, dark like red lipstick. It's yeah, and like dark blue nails as well, and like golds. Mm. There's like that color palette. Opulent. Opulent. <laughs> And the dresses were all like layered. So you'd have like the kind of underdress in a way that would basically just be like a strap dress, but then there'd be like a a meshy kind of one over the top that Mm. would have like gems on. Like that era. Very much coming back, that sort of thing. I know, it's crazy. Like many layers of clothes. Yeah. I think they call it maximalism. Oh, yes. (laughs) Just like all of the layers and like clashing things and whatever. Yeah. Which yeah. takes us into my next era of makeup, mm. which is the indie sleaze era. Oh. Uh, which again, one. the fucking, I mean, we're not going into clothes too much now, but the layering was obscene. Like how many, yeah. how many items of clothing can you get on at once? <laughs> the denim skirt with the leggings underneath. Oh, 
and like oh just the amount of like fucking tops that you had to put on you'd have like a strap top and another strap top and then like they'd be poking yeah. out the bottom and then a t-shirt on top and then a shirt and a little um cropped cardigan yeah oh my god <laughs> so many cardigans and a scarf and many beaded necklaces yeah Uh, must have been boiling honestly so I feel like the kind of indie makeup aesthetic which was never really me to be honest I tried Mm. but um couldn't quite get away with it it's like huge winged eyeliner yeah I feel like Amy Winehouse must have been one of the stars of this responsible yeah and and a red lip yes yeah I could never do a winged eyeliner I still struggle because I have I have a hooded lid (laughs) I, I used to do it all the time. Actually, I feel like I got the hang of it at one stage. I used to wear like good a good eyeliner like every day. Like you'd always wear it to Worcester. Yeah. For a night out. Not town, Worcester. Worcester. <laughs> but it's so easy to completely fuck it up. <laughs> and <laughs> ruin like, your whole ah. face. <laughs> yeah. I know because it would be like one of the last things you put on. And then if yeah. you mess it up, then you're kind of screwed. Then you have to take all your eyeshadow off. I mean, yeah, sometimes not as much now, like probably more like 2010s, but I'd watch makeup tutorials on YouTube, like in the height mm. of the beauty YouTuber. And like yeah. some, uh, quite a lot of them did their eye makeup first. Oh. And they, so then they could clean all the fallout and stuff. Yeah, and then that's they actually do. smart. I'm like, why do we not all do that? But I still I yeah. can't do it. It feels so wrong. Because anytime I put eyeshadow on, I always get bits everywhere. Yeah. And, yeah, and I just end up, blending it into my face <laughs> so yeah. all, that else? is very smart although I don't know how you would then like blend that into your foundation yeah I don't know <laughs> it's a lot to mull over <laughs> yeah but think about it so I think our last section is gonna be weird beauty hacks that we all thought were legit <laughs> when we were teenagers. again I think this is just a consequence of not having the internet and like just hearing something and being like rumors oh, yeah like they were literally rumors mm. or like maybe they'd be in Miz and stuff I don't even yeah, know I think some of them would yeah um so the first one we've got done is putting lemon in your hair to make it go blonde <laughs> which I definitely tried I 100% did that same and it did not work, <laughs> obviously. And like, you can't just... Well, do you know what, though? It kind of makes sense because you do literally bleach your hair mm-hmm. and bleach is acid. And so yeah. I just think it's way, like, not strong enough to do anything. Probably not. And, like, I think the whole thing is you have to go in the sun, like, immediately. Mm-hmm. And, like, I definitely never did that part. You need, like, full-on acid to, like, strip the colour out of your hair. Basically, yeah. it's what it is. And like, it's probably... If it does work, it's probably not the best way to do it. <laughs> but... I mean, like, I'm, bleach probably isn't better. This is more natural than like literal bleach. Yeah. Yeah, but definitely tried that. Definitely didn't work for me. And then putting like weird stuff in your hair, like put down bananas and like a banana hair mask. Yeah. But I also remember people saying to put like mayonnaise in your hair. Did you oh ever my god! Yeah, I remember that. I've also heard this recently. Like somebody being like, "Yeah, I just put mayonnaise in my hair." I'm like, that is disgusting. <laughs> I think. Honestly, someone's probably just fucking trolling us. Like, someone's decided that they're just going to tell people that and it just spread and spread. If you did it and, put, and then went in the shower, it would like cook it and turn it into like scrambled eggs. There's <laughs> <laughs> not even eggs in it. In mayo. Yeah, there is. What? Mayo oh. is made of egg. <laughs> oh my God. It's basically 
It's basically egg yolks and oil is all it is. I have fucking never thought of that. I just thought it was mayonnaise. Like yeah. I didn't really I didn't really <laughs> think of there being an ingredient. Like mayo is mayo. It just appears in nature. Jesus. Oh, I'm glad I've learned that before publicly embarrassing myself. <laughs> yeah. Now I put down, I don't think I did this, but I remember it from um Angus Thongs and Perfect Snogging when she puts Vaseline on her eyelashes to make them grow. Yeah. I don't know if I remember this one, but it sounds legit and more legit in the sense that yeah. it's a stupid thing we would have done, nah. but it would never have worked. <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. I feel like the thing with these kind of hacks and stuff, like I, d- I did the olive oil in my hair and shit, is like we were just so young and naive that we just had such high hopes. Yeah. And like I thought I would be mm. transformed and have completely different hair when I get out. Yeah. Like <laughs> You come out like the Herbal Essences ad out of the waterfall. Oh, exactly. See the ads? Herbal Essences. The ads, they fucked us up. Speaking of weird hacks, I went to a deep dive area of one of my favourite instagrams ever oh which is called british goop because <laughs> i was thinking about how i used to read like closer magazine and all all that sort of stuff and they have like the best like reader tips <laughs> and this british goop account basically has collected a lot of these tips so i thought i'd uh, bring a few to the pod I'm so glad you thought about this <laughs> honestly I'm incredibly exciting ever um Gwyneth Paltrow should be scared so (laughs) (laughs) one of my favorite things about them is the captions yeah so the first one is secret stash and Lucia from Western Supermare says I always use leftover after rape box to discreetly hold my sanitary products they end up having a Mindy Fresh scent too (laughs) my god (laughs) number two this is very on point for our teenage selves when you run out of blotting paper for oily skin, do you remember that, by the way? Because that was a scam. Oh, my God, blotting paper. We were, paper. like, told that we had to blot our oily faces to get rid of the skin. I fucking <laughs> forgot about that. Does anyone still use that? But, yeah, when you run out of them, you can just use Rizzlers. They work exactly the same. <laughs> I she's probably right. Like, it's literally just a fucking piece of thin paper. It's, like, tissue probably paper. It's the same. Oh, my God. Um, and then my my last one, which is probably my favourite, from Judith. Put marshmallows between your toes to separate them when applying nail varnish. <laughs> <laughs> favourite thing about a lot of these fucking tips is, Ooh. like, they're just so not actually helpful. <laughs> like... I know. <laughs> I don't, I'm just, like, so am stupid. I going to have marshmallows to hand all the time? <laughs> like, no. <laughs> and then you just ruined marshmallows that you can't eat now honestly that's so funny like what a page also that's just made me think about those toe separators that everyone had back then i still have them yeah but it was like a thing where you'd get like a set you get like a kit and it would have like a nail polish a toe separator and a file yeah it was very like a christmas bundle that you'd get for your friends yeah but those things are super useful they're good but like weirdly i didn't have one for years and i bought one recently and um <laughs> like they're not called like toe like nail polish toe separators like I got them on Amazon and they're literally like orthopedic toe separators for flat feet or something I was like what the oh. fuck <laughs> so they're not for painting your nails they're for foot health <laughs> for dietary yeah <laughs> I think some of my favorite ones that they post as well is like celebrity past lives yeah it's like Tom Cruise was definitely a 18th century warrior or something <laughs> 
Do you remember how like unhinged those magazines would be about like oh. body language experts? And then I'd be like, oh, yeah. well, you know, in this picture, he's not smiling. So this shows that uh, they're getting a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like we should do a whole other thing on like magazine magazines. culture because it was a whole lot. It's wild. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll save that. All right. Well, this has been great fun. Let us know what we missed. What some super nostalgic makeup body products for you. If you if you can find a photo of the original packaging as well, that would be even better because I love seeing the old packaging. Oh yes. Cool. Wait, what are we doing next week? Ah, reality TV. Oh yes. <laughs> I'm very excited for this one. We're going to be talking about a few. We've not fully decided yet, but a few different naughties reality TV shows. Hell yeah all right see you next time bye oh, i feel like i really need to sneeze follow us on instagram at nostalgia fix podcast and twitter at nostalgia fix pod that's right yeah <laughs> or you can email us at nostalgiafixpodcast at gmail.com please rate review subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on and we'll see you next time <laughs>